Welcome to Talking Giants, boys and girls. We're on our, we got ourselves a little bit of a win streak, and I'm on a heater right now. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Danny King. Danny, two wins in a row. Two of the Giants' four wins have come against the Redskins in a thrilling game. The return of Daniel Jones, five touchdowns, a lot to unpack from this game, a lot to unpack from the Giants as a whole right now. But Danny, how are you, how are you feeling? Because, um... I didn't know what, like, in the, in the end of the fourth quarter, I was like, just score, Redskins, and go for two and put us out of our misery. Um, give us the, give us Chase Young. But then once we went to overtime, I was full on, like, all right, I need to see a Daniel Jones walk off. No, yeah, I mean, I was enjoying that game. Three quarters of fun, but then the fourth quarter happened. And then it, when the Redskins scored, I'm like, go for two. What do, you, what do you have to lose? If you're going to end us, end us now. But then when they sent it overtime, like, I, I'm like, you know, I'm like, all right, no, we're, I'm not losing another overtime game, especially to the Redskins. We're going out and winning that game. We won the toss, and, and that was it right there. Caden Smith, man, that I, I know we're going to talk about him longer, but guy had a game, and guys make it a statement like he should be around on this team next year. Oh, yeah, he, he's going to be my Bobby's Banff because, like, he got himself a little involved in stuff that it wasn't even his fault, which we'll get to. But, man, it was good to see Daniel Jones come back, especially to see any of these past two weeks where Daniel Jones wasn't playing is when people started coming at Daniel Jones again. It's like, why are you coming at him these two weeks? He hasn't been playing. Um, but comes back, five touchdowns, and they were all pretty awesome. I mean, you know, the last one was just a man coverage throw to Caden Smith, um, and it was against a safety who can't cover worth the crap, so it wasn't that impressive. But nonetheless, it was number five. Like that first one to Sterling Shepard, that was amazing. Um, you know, going through his progression to find Latimer on another one and then Caden Smith on the other. Um, and what was what, what, what was the other one? Oh, no, that Saquon. I'm missing one. Saquon. The Saquon one, the, the most impressive one of them all was that Saquon one. That was an awesome throw on a, on a really cool play. Like, it's <clears> – <throat> our kid is back. He's proving himself. And you know what? Remember, Danny, we were like, oh, it sucks that he's not going to break the rookie touchdown record because of this injury. He still has a shot at it. If he gets five touchdowns now, not expecting five touches against Philly. Although if there's another secondary that he could do it against, it would be Philly's. But if he gets, you know, like he's going to tie the record. And if they, just go to throw six, Daniel Jones. So break the record. I'm, I'm all in for breaking the record. But listen, he's showing stuff. Um, and he gets better like every Freaking weak. He comes back from two weeks of injury, not rusty at all. I mean, they score in their first three drives. Granted, the second one was all Saquon. Saquon, another amazing game. It's awesome to see our guy proving the haters and the doubters of which there are many wrong, even though they'll never admit it, Danny. No, you'll, they'll never admit it because, as you said, 
they can't accept the fact that, uh, like, a quarterback from Duke University that was taken six overall is actually balling out. And that's fine. You you could keep saying Daniel Jones was the wrong pick, or you could say Daniel Jones will not be anything in this league. But I'm sorry. It, it's his rookie season, and he looks damn good. And he's going to be in the NFC East for years to come. Haskins and Jones is going to be the battle of the East every single year. Then he got the NFC East is full of young quarterbacks. And I think personally, Jones is at least maybe the second or even the third quarterback. At least it is rookie year out of all the quarterbacks this year. I would say Prescott's first. I know that some people might not agree with that, but he's been the best quarterback in the East, in my opinion. Then between Wentz and Jones, I would I say Jones. Wentz has not been anything special. And then I would say Wentz and Haskins, because Haskins has only turned it on recently. But, yeah. And the thing is with Jones is, if we're just looking at it in a vacuum of one year, like, yeah, like the, the turnovers matter. So, like, when yeah, we're talking yeah. about Rookie of the Year stuff, like, no. if they give it to Kyler Murray, I'm completely fine with that, because the turnovers do matter. But we also, and we've talked about this, do we expect those fumbles to continue to forever, go forever? Yeah. And what, like a guy who's been a bit of a gunslinger, and I, I wouldn't want to call Jones a gunslinger, but a guy who's not afraid to take chances and he's he's focused down the field. Um, you know, he has the the eleven interceptions, but that number goes down. Like that's that's like football. Like from your rookie year, your touchdown number is probably going to go up, and your interception number is going to go down. That's just like basic football knowledge. Like so, people are like, "Oh, the turnovers." He's like, "Yeah, do you do you think these are going to continue forever like this?" Um, and he's someone who's not like a one trick pony, where you know, like where they're they're going to over like they're going to adjust to his game in the second year, and he's going to have struggles. Like even like Lamar Jackson is awesome. He's is he's going to be as he is this year. It'll be interesting to see what happens next year to see like how teams adjust to that. Um, Mahomes hasn't looked amazing this year, but part of that's injury. He has looked really good. I don't want to say he hasn't looked amazing, but he didn't. He, you know. Last he doesn't look anything like he did last year. Where Jones is that heady type of guy that stays in the pocket, can use his legs what he wants to, but he's a pocket passer, cerebral, and like just makes adjustments. And it's, you see him going through uh, progressions more. It's awesome to see how much this kid is growing. And in a season that has sucked, like he has been not the lone sp- bright spot, but the brightest spot by far. And, and personally, I. Him, those two games, every game is valuable, but I kind of think those two games might have benefited him because he was then able to see what Eli was doing that he wasn't doing in the games himself, and he was able to see how he can adjust his game. Because Jones, it felt like he was much more aware in the pocket this time, and yeah, he had that one fumble. That's when he scrambled Atlanta. Collins punched it out. So this was just a great game for Jones to come back to. He dominated. He looked great. He had great passes. He made great decisions. He knew when to run. I don't, Jones, he didn't have one pass that was considered dangerous. Every single pass was right where it needed to be. He had one bad pass, and that's what no, he No, Danny, he had 75 turnover-worthy throws and no <laughs> big play throws. Shout out, PFF. <laughs> we're, we're in a full-blown war with PFF right now. Um, I, usually, I'm going to be honest, Bobby. I need you to explain why we're at war with PFF. Because I don't know why. Let's pretend some viewers don't. Pretend I'm a viewer and I don't know what we're at war with. Well, you know, they. I've never been a big fan of PFF. I think they do some cool stats, but I've never been a fan of their grades. Um, and I think it's it's just kind of like I think people use them lazily. And we've seen how many times they're wrong. I mean, their their best graded game for Daniel Jones is the Green Bay game. That's like that's <laughs> really his second best is the Arizona game. Oh, that's enough. The Arizona right there. game is arguably his like worst game of the season, um, 
And so, like, it's just – and we see, like, Nate Solder, they have a great as a decent tackle. David Mayo, they have as, like, the eighth linebacker in the NFL when David Mayo's horrible. Like, their grades are just bad. And they jumped on the Todd McShay bandwagon and put out a video on Friday saying the Giants should draft Tua and, and let him heal up and let Daniel Jones play. So having two top five, top six QBs on the roster at the same time. Like, this just it's unbelievable that people can't accept. Like, you know what? This guy is proving people wrong, and he looks good, and he's making a, a lot of people put egg on their face. And Todd McShay was the first person to do the Giants should draft another QB crap. And it's just unbelievable that they come with this lazy take. And it's like, what, you, why would the Giants, who picked a, him six, the Giants love him. Maybe even maybe you guys don't love him, and maybe even if you're correct in that, but the Giants do. Why would they draft another QB? They obviously believe in him enough to take him with the sixth overall pick. And would they be saying this stuff with Haskins, as bad as Haskins is being? We'll talk about Haskins. He, he impressed today. Um, and if he was Haskins, I wouldn't be saying, oh, draft another QB. Um, although I hope the Redskins do, so we can end up getting Chase Young anyways. But it's just a silly take, and that's where I put out my um, my video with a, a spoon and a lighter because it was so stupid. That's what it reminded me of. Like I literally thought, like these people are on drugs, and I was like, you know what? I had there's a spoon in my house, there's a lighter. Um, I'm gonna make a stupid video, and it, it did bother some people. Some people reached out and we talked about it. Um, but it's just like it's so dumb. They keep on doing that crap, and then they come out today. And PFF's uh, Toucan Sam comes out talking about, oh, it's just one game. It's like, what are you talking about, dude? One game? One game? And what you for five has- touchdowns. Yeah. And he he literally has four-plus touchdowns in over a third of his games. Four of the 11 games he's been in, he's had four-plus touchdowns. That's not normal. Because they, they're bringing up like points like, oh, uh, Trubisky has a, a couple of good games. Yeah, over three seasons, not 11 games and is like is other like they, it's just like they and they're like oh well the fumbles the fumbles and they know they don't even believe that they don't believe the fumbles are going to continue it's so silly and like oh these giants fans are just mad it's like yeah you're damn right we're mad because this kid has been disrespected since draft day and even like people have a dis like even like dan orlowski who i've went at it with but i will say good for him for being like you know what i was wrong I was wrong about this kid. And there's people like Marcus Spears who blasted him and said, you know what? I was wrong about this kid. Like, gr- like good for them. Um, and I, you know, I brought up Dan Orlovsky recently, which is not, maybe not the nicest thing on me. Um, but at least like they're being willing, like, Hey, you know what? Maybe I was wrong. And it's just so silly to keep doing this. Um, I mean, look at his numbers. They're unbelievable. Through 11 games, 62% completion percentage, 2,726 yards, 23 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Danny, at a 16-game rate, which is da-da-da-da, one full season, 4,000 yards, 34 touchdowns. That is unbelievable for a rookie. That would have broken the, the rookie touchdown record by six touchdowns. And he could still break the record playing 12 games, missing a quarter of the season. He could still break the record, or he's probably going to get damn close playing against the Eagles' bad secondary. So I'm just tired of the people that can't. They're, in, they're stuck in take lock. And this guy has not even showed that he can be good. He's showing that he can be great. He's showing that he's a silent, cold-blooded assassin. And that's what I love about him, Danny, is you don't ever hear him. And I think that's part of the reason why. I think they know. I can say whatever I want about Daniel Jones online, and he's never going to clap back. He will never say anything back. And I feel like that's why people were uh, so comfortable like going after Eli Manning. 
is they're so comfortable because they know he won't clap back. And that's why they'll praise Haskins for even the slightestly good game against Philly last week. Because they're like, oh, he'll retweet me and I'll gain followers and and blah, 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 blah. And it's just so aggravating. And, like, I don't know. And, you know, pair that with what the Landon Collins did today. It's just good. Like, I, I don't care if we lost our draft position. I really don't care. I'm glad to go and see my guy go out there and throw five touchdowns. You can't tell me to not be happy about that. Yeah, because as a fan, I, I'm sorry. If you're a fan and you are somehow rooting to lose, that, I, I don't know how you can do that. I can never. I don't root. care if, like, I don't care if you root to lose. Yeah. But you can also say, like, someone, like, said to me, like, oh, it's a bad take to be happy. It's like, no, I understand, like, wanting to tank and get that draft pick. I totally get that. Like, if we would have lost in the fourth quarter, I wouldn't have been mad. But it's also, like, you can't act like you're not excited about what Daniel Jones did today. I don't care what defense it is against. The same defense that Aaron Rodgers did nothing against two weeks ago. Nobody else has had this good of a game against Washington. And you know what? They have a bum-ass safety who's getting paid $84 million. Three of the five touchdowns were against him. So what about him? He's the highest, he's the highest paid safety in the NFL in the offseason. So why, what, what's, there, what's that excuse? Yeah, I mean, Washington has steadily improved under Bill Callahan. They've got all their wins, I believe, under him, or at least two of them. So, yeah, I'm sorry. If you're, not, if you're not excited what Daniel Jones showed today, and the only thing right now you're worried about is Chase Young, uh, um, guess what? I'm sorry you will lose out on Chase Young. Yes, he's a generational player. We all know that. But guess what? You saw development from your rookie QB. You saw your star running back is returning to form. You saw Sterling Shepard made great plays. It's Kata Smith made plays. This you cannot be excited about the future of this team because you see the parts where it can work. And you know Daniel Jones. He's going to be part of this team for a long time to come, and he's made plays. He's going to ball out. Him and just Barkley are going to be fun to watch. There's the yeah. If you, if you those people that are saying they want Jones or want to replace Jones or, or draft a new quarterback, then you're just afraid to admit you're wrong. Like you're telling me Tua Tagovailoa with the hip injury is we should draft him in, instead of keeping Daniel Jones? That's just stupid. So I, I don't care what your opinions are out today if we lost out on Chase Young. I'm happy that our quarterback returned, made some ball and plays, let a game-winning drive down to give us the victory over Washington. And that is makes awesome. It- a game-winning yeah. drive. Like, that is cool. That is cool. That is you- something you should be excited about. That is awesome. Okay, remember- a lot of guys can't do that. I don't care how bad the defense is. And remember, we did that when he first came in. You remember how that felt when he did it to the box? That was awesome. You love to see your rookie quarterback do that, do that in crunch time. Because I guarantee you, possibly, if we only got a field goal, I did not trust the defense to stop the Redskins because Case Keenan was balling. He took the game into his own hands, drove down the field, got that touchdown to Kata Smith over said $84 million player, and got us to win. And now we're on the Philadelphia to destroy the Eagles' playoff trees. At this point, I'm all for the Giants just winning. I don't care about the draft <laughs> pick at this point. I want to defeat the Eagles and have them lose out on that playoff opportunity. It's going to be in on the America's Game of the Week, as Fox is probably going to call it. I'm all for it. Jones is good. If you think Jones is bad and we need to replace him, then you're stupid and you don't know football. It's as simple Ooh! as that. We're getting hot in here. Bro, I'm, it, it's a hot day. It's, it's hot t- Not hot takes day. I'm just in the mood to fight every single person right now. <laughs> I love it, baby. Saquon Barkley, 22 carries, 190 yards on the ground, four catches, 90 yards in the air, 280 yards for the kid. He looked 
unbelievable. He looked like old Saquon. Um, and reminding us, like, because there's been times in this season, it's like, why do we draft a running back number two? These are the games that remind you. Like, when he's healthy, he's an unbelievable playmaker. I mean, he, he looked awesome from the long run to start the game to the screen pass to the long touchdown down in the scene. He looked awesome today, man. He was getting involved. Um, Shermer was using more motion um, in the run game, which we'll, we can talk about Shermer in a little bit. Uh, like, he was a huge playmaker. And just, like, think, like, look at what Daniel Jones gets to work with when Saquon is doing that. Like, that is going to be fun to watch next year. That makes me think, you know what, next year, especially in this weak division, why not us having a shot? Like, why not us have a good draft and a decent free agency and seeing what can happen? Because those two together, man, are going to be a lot of fun to watch, even though the defense is horrible. No, yeah, and I mean, guess what? I I, I, I don't I'm, you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley in this offense. Dominating the Redskins next year as Chase Young is their pass rusher. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, Sa- Saquon returning to form is great, and it shows you why the Giants drafted him at number two overall. While I, I see why some people were concerned about drafting a runback at number two overall, I had in the back of my mind the game changer he is and how well he can help our offense that I knew it was only a match. He, he rushed coming back. That That's as simple as it was. He should not have come back in that Cardinals game when he did, but he did, and it, and he, he shouldn't have. That's as simple as that. And when he finally admitted, he, uh, he was like, yeah, the interest hampered me. It's like, oh, well, finally you admitted it. He knew in the back was mine, but he didn't want to use that as an excuse. But guess what? It's fine to use it as an excuse when it's clearly obvious it affected you and i'm with you this division if a few more games went the giants way the giants are you could argue could probably be in contention to win the east title still that's how <laughs> that's how one that's one how t- absolute shite this division is that's the only way to describe it right there and then it's it, i'm with you why not us because it was the cowboys are probably gonna need to get a new head coach at least if jerry jones is smart he does that the eagles i, I mean they're they're not healthy right now so we should we can maybe give that to them and the redskins uh i mean the redskins are gonna need a new head coach and who knows what a haskins is will how he'll start next year with his injury if it's serious so i'm i'm excited the future of this team is bright if you tell me the future of this team is not bright I don't know what you need to see for this future to be bright. And maybe some people, oh, if Chase Young was on this defense at that point, just shut up. The pieces are there to win now. You see it on the defense. You see it on the offense. The reason to believe is there. And I'm, I, it, it, it sucks that there's only one league left in the season. But I think with a good draft and Dave Gelman hit it on at least a few free agents, we're in a spot to make a run at the East. If Gettleman's here, I'm starting to think that he might not be there. The defense, I don't know. You you can't just stop on that. What what, what do you mean by that right there? I mean, what Jay Glazer said. um, I I, I know somebody who knows somebody that says Gettleman might not be that safe. Um, So there you go. There you go, Giant Jeff. Inside sources. Oh, oh, whoa. The insider from Florida's got it now. Wait a minute. Well, it's I got the I got the inside scoop some from somebody that was in New Jersey, so, um, and they had they had they had it's a John source, <laughs> yeah. John Boys got the giant sources. Uh, I did ask him about that. I was like, how do you go about that? Like, I was like, I, I, I don't know how to go about that. Like, um, he's like, people just kind of like do it. Um, anyways, uh, so and you kind of just you know you you judge accordingly. Uh, the defense, though, I don't, I don't want to go into off-season stuff and what next year, but the defense, like, the Redskins are a bad team at the end of the day, but, like, it's still, like, 
what Daniel Jones did was awesome. What Saquon did is awesome against any team. Now, we'll get to the defense in a bit, but they were flat out horrible. Like, this defense was bad. Um, and they're more than just, like, a contributing factors of James Betcher and this defense because, you know, guys are out and, and whatnot. But anyways, Caden Smith, six catches, 35 yards, two touchdowns, one game winner against Landon Collins. Landon Collins, dude, did you sh- – now, did any, everybody see the video – of when there was that little skirmish after Daniel Jones got hit, and that was a cheap shot. You can't convince me otherwise. Don't be like, oh, they were playing. That guy went headhunting. That was a cheap shot. Then the play is completely over. Landon Collins and goes and grabs up by the horse collar, Caden Smith, and slams him on the ground. And his own teammate was like, are you stupid, dude? Like, it's unbelievable that Landon Collins did that. Saquon went and checked him after that. And you know what, Danny? We, now, we've called out Landon Collins before and been like, hey, I don't like what you said there. Like, BS. But I don't think we've ever been like like the Dave Gettleman thing. Uh, I don't think we've ever been like maliciously, like, can't stand Landon. There's been th- times where he says things I can't stand, but I never was like, I can't stand him like the way I kind of stand like Baker Mayfield. Today, it's over, man. He lost any goodwill that I had because in the past, he was doing the softball game and he had to do interviews and answer questions. So I understood that. But doing that, dude, doing that and that, like, that on top of all the things you said in the past, like you would slam Dave, Dave Gettleman. Now it's you're not, you're a complete enemy of the state at this point, Landon Collins, doing that crap. And you know what? I'd be frustrated too if I got my ass burnt for three touchdowns, two against our third string touchdown, uh, a tight end, and a game winner, man coverage, game winner, make a stop, Landon. They're gonna kick a field goal, and then your offense gets the ball. Nah. Nah, Landon, but you got beat by Caden Smith for a game winner. You remember that? You remember that, Landon, the guy that you decided you were going to freaking body slam or, or, or bring down by the course caller? Yeah, that's the guy who beat you, man. So sleep on that time. People are like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's a game. No, it matters to Landon. Landon, it definitely matters. He, this is the, this is probably the lowest moment of his career, this game. I'm telling you, it's worse than the playoffs because all the stuff he said, how salty he's been. He became an enemy of the state today. I've got no use for that guy. Uh, I can't wait until they burn him every single game. Um, and every time I watch them, he gets burned, whether it's by the Jets backup tight end, Ryan Griffin. Um, it's just, that's sad. And you know what? If you want to do that, do that. But now you're an enemy of, you're an enemy of the state now, Landon Collins. If you're going to do that, make sure you actually are able to back it up and defend him, not give up a game when a touchdown and multiple plays after that. That was such uh, – I could use so many words for Landon Collins right now, but we're family-friendly right here, so we're going to keep it like that. But that, when you did that, it's like what what are you accomplishing right there by pulling down a guy that's, number one, not even looking at you, not even directing any attention to you, and you just dra- drag it down by the horse collar? What does he gather from? What does he gain by that? Does he gain like any like confidence? Like, yeah, I'm so cool for that, buddy. You got paid eighty four million dollars by the Redskins. Have you done nothing? And I mean nothing helping them this year. You're making that contract go to waste, and it's only year one. And you're there for like what eight six years? It's it's they might, be, they might be better off just cutting him now. I I landing like he, and then yeah. we'll hear the story like he's not afraid to come play back for New York. It's like that's yeah. awesome. That you're not afraid, dude. We don't want you. Yeah, like the real Peppers is better than him. Yeah, you make the threat of air coming into the season. Like, who's better, Landon Jabril? But after the season, I think it's pretty clear that Jabril Peppers is a better safety than Landon Collins. And hell, Julian Love might end up being there halfway through next year. Yeah, and you mentioned the part where he also made the threat that he would tack, uh, or what, like hit Dave Gellman? Yeah, you're gonna you're, you're gonna go after the guy that just beat cancer. Yeah, you're a tough guy for that. Pulling Kate Smith down by the horse collar, all the talk he's done. 
I'm sorry. I like Landon Collins, but I, I really, I, and I just can't get behind him now. He's not going to even mention it. He, he's, as you said, I think this is one of the lowest points of his career. He lost to the Giants twice. After all the talk he did, he couldn't even back it up on the field. He got beat by Evan Ingram. Then he got beat by a third-string tight end. He's just going to go home tonight and think, like, damn, the Giants really beat me twice this year. And not even Landon Collins. You want to lose who won this game badly? Eric Flowers. He was so excited on that first drive, first few drives when the Redskins scored. And then he did absolutely nothing, got holding calls. It was good to beat the Redskins, especially because of those two guys, but mainly Landon now. As you said, he's the enemy of the state. And also, good for just the whole team. Like, Saquon, when he did that, Saquon ran right up to Landon Collins. No, nothing stopped. He got right in his face. Sterling Shepard did the same thing. Sterling Shepard had to get held back. Imagine getting Sterling Shepard up in your face, and you got to allow Sterling to get held back. That was that was just a low move by Landon Collins, and he, I mean, you're just going to have to deal with that, that he lost to the Giants twice this year. Yeah, he's, he's uh, hey, you got your money, but now you're on the second worst team in the entire NFL. We're not that good either, so I don't want to talk too much trash. We're, we're the third worst. Uh, yeah, um, all right. Well, actually, no, we're fourth worst, so get it right, Danny. We're moving Sorry, on my up. We're, we're moving on up in this league. We're moving on. on the, there we go. That's what's funny is we're getting, like, so pumped. It's like, we beat the Redskins. The Redskins. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, let, let, we, we could talk about that on Wednesday. Was, our defense was flat out horrible, which we'll get to in just a second. Um, some some closing notes on the offense. Slayton, the ankle injury. I don't know what that was. Um, zero catches, zero yards. Um, he would have had a 20-yard catch. That was the one bad throw by Daniel Jones was that miss on the on the deep out on the sideline. I don't know what Jones did right there. It just seemed like he missed him. Although, did you see – there was a couple times where it looked like Jones was limping off the field. It looked like the ankle was bothering him a little bit. I mean, obviously it wasn't bothering him to the point where he couldn't throw five touchdowns. But it did look like he was limping a couple times. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And then Nick Gates came in, and from what I look like, the first few plays he didn't look great. Um but after that, he looked pretty solid. Solder looked solid from what I can remember. Um, just a good game all around on the offensive side. Yeah, I was just excited to see uh, Nick Gates come in and just play a good game of football. As you said, uh, he, he struggled, but then once he got settled in, he played well. I mean, you hate to see injuries, but we wanted to see Nick Gates at tackle. And we're able to see him. He did a good job. And it depended on the concussion for Remmers. We'll probably see Nick Gates again at right tackle to end the season so i'm pumped for that yeah this is off the line played well uh they sold her yeah i think he he played quite well uh jalapio did well seidler who, who looked good coming back from that ankle injury looked good hernandez looked good the offensive line looked good now as you said we have to preface it it was against the washington redskins but i mean the redskins defense has a stat as improved from what it started out as and i mean they yeah, had a lot so, of guys I mean, out but they have some good players yeah. too they they have good players. Let's make that clear. Montez Sweat, Matt Anna, I forgot the other guys forgot his last name. But the the Redskins, once again, they're the Redskins. They're not that good. But we're not that good either. So I mean, technically, we're considered good in in all the bad teams. So if you think of it like that, we're the best of the trash. King of the trash. There we go. King of the trash. That's what we should. <laughs> all right. Let's take a break and talk about our trash defense. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will, di- will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to 
get started. You'll be glad you did. All right, let's talk about the defense. I mean, it was it was pretty pitiful, Danny. Ogletree didn't play at all. Uh, Pat Shermer said in his press conference that he had a back injury when he woke up this morning and it kept him out. Um, kept him out. He said that he was he was dressed out. Ogletree. He said that it was due like it, for an emergency situation. So I don't. I, originally, I thought he was just benched, uh, and they were using Michael Thomas, Dayon Buchanan, and David Mayo as their middle linebackers essentially. Uh, but the defense was so bad. I mean, Terry, Terry McLaurin is a beast. Like, be ready to deal with him for years to come. He's an awesome wide receiver. Um, and he was he was with the Haskins at Ohio State. Uh, but our DBs, man, they struggle, especially Corn Ballantyne. I mean, he just gets killed on every single double move. Not to say that it won't get fixed eventually and can be, you know, figured out with, with good coaching. But it seemed like in the first half, man, he just kept, James Betcher just kept on rushing for and giving Haskins all the time in the world. Like, Haskins played really good today. Um, it seemed like the last few plays before he got hurt that they were starting to blitz him and get to him a little bit and Haskins was having issues. But who's to say that, you know, the next 10 plays, he would have kept on lighting it up. Like, as much as I, like, trash on Haskins, um, he looked really good today. Like, there's not really much I can say about him. No, yeah, from what we saw of Haskins, he looked good. And, I mean, it sucked when he went down because that's what made that game interesting was him and Jones. And – Let's make it clear. We bashed Haskins. We bashed him when he started playing the season. You made the throw-up jokes last week. But he he looked good. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But, we, yes, as we said with Jones, he played against the Redskins. Same thing with Haskins. He played against the Giants. But, I mean, last week he also played the Eagles, who are, who are missing a lot of guys. But give credit to Haskins. He played well. Uh, it sucked for him to go down. Hopefully the injury is nothing serious. But the the after what they scored on the what the first like three yeah what no two drives or something like that then after that he really couldn't get anything going the Giants uh, started to figure him out and then they started getting pressure on him but then that's right when he got injured pretty much so not a it was a good game for Dwayne Haskins when it started but unfortunately obviously it ended because of the injuries but yeah uh, Ogletree I think he was out there for like maybe a play or two but then they pulled him off. Yeah, it, it just this defense was painful. It was, it was really painful. Not not painful. It was more. I was more laughing. I'm like, wow, we're that bad. Let's make that clear. Haskins also made a lot of throws because the defense left so many guys wide open in zones. Yeah, and he had his first read. Um, and that's what happens when you rush four. It's like silly. It's silly how much Betcher does that. Uh, I'm not even gonna go look at the freaking numbers. Um, because he did start blitzing more as the game went along. But yeah, they're done. Adrian Peterson, like we do have a good run defense. Adrian Peterson's a flat out beast, dude. It's unbelievable the stuff he does. He makes guys miss every time. Like you're like, oh wow, Adrian Peterson, four yard loss. And it's like, nope. Um, he's gonna get something out of it. He ended, but he I mean he didn't play well today. He had 15 carries for 36 yards. Um, and that includes a, a 17 yarder. So that means he ended up with um, what is that? 19 yards on 14. Like he wasn't good. Chris Thompson had some good runs though. Um, Sims is a beast for them. He's a like a number fifteen. He's a like a scat a scat wide receiver. He had the two touchdowns. Um, I think he got missed on another. Oh, he, he that was the one that was barely overthrown where he got two hands on it. McLaurin seven catches, eighty six yards. I mean, they tore us up. Like, and, they, and granted, those are guys I like. Kelvin Harmon. Um, he was a guy I really liked out of the draft. He's a big body guy, five catches, fifty eight yards. Uh, so they did some decent things on offense, uh, but. I mean, obviously they did. They scored 34 and five points. But I do think Case Keenum, like, 
because of like the adjustments that the Giants were making, like came in and sparked a little bit of life into the team. Um, you know, he went 16 for 22, 158 yards, a touchdown. Uh, but I, I, part of like like you said, like like the Redskins defense isn't good. Our defense isn't good uh, either. I think the fact that the Giants, uh, it's the same with every team, but like they weren't prepared. I'm, Case Keenum, I know they did play in the beginning of the year and they absolutely embarrassed him, but I mean, they, they weren't prepared for him. And then when he came in, it probably threw everything off because they were preparing for Haskins. But yeah, as you said, he went in there and he lit us up 16 for 22, 158 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he looked good, but. Yeah, he 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 was the spark Washington needed because as good as Haskins was playing at the time, the defense figured him out and he wasn't able to get, really get anything going. So and that's what Washington needed to get it going. But yeah, this it, it's it's wow, it's it's bad. Uh, when Corey Ballantyne, sh- there you go. Sorry, sorry, no, go ahead, back. No, no, because no, I was I was gonna make a joke about Ballantyne. I'll let you do your thing first. Make a freaking joke, Danny. Okay. It better all be right. a good joke now. Wait, not, all right. you're on, you're it, on it's not going to be a good joke, but I when Ballantyne did the pass interference, I'm like, oh, he just screwed for Chase Young. That's what I thought right there. I was like, they they looked at it and said, you know what, Ballantyne? We're going for Chase. Shove him. We're giving them the win. That was so – I was like, why did you do that? Like, what, was, what was the point of that? And that's more from my mind. I, I, was, I was like, nah, they, they want a Chase right there. I was like – I was thinking to myself, like, James, you're never going to be able to use Chase because you're going to be fired. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that was uh, – so that last drive where the Redskins were going, at that point I was like, just freaking – I was like – I, I was like, just just tank it at that point. Um, I, I really was. I And I tweeted out. I was like, it would be so funny if the Redskins scored a touchdown here and then they lined up for two and took a knee and was like, we're getting chased down. Like, like we, we proved what we needed to prove. We're, we're getting chased down. They, yeah, they take the knee and they just look at us and just give us the middle finger. We're like, he's ours now. And Chase Young was probably watching that game. I wonder when – I don't. maybe he wasn't watching the game, but I wonder if Chase – he definitely saw the result and he's like, whichever one of these teams loses is who I'm going to. If he comes out. If he comes out. Yeah, maybe he'll pull um, like a Herbert or, or something like that where he's like, I don't want to go to the Redskins. I'm, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay in college. Oh, the entire Ohio State team is going to end up on Washington though. Urban yeah, Meyer might become the head coach there. Yeah. What's it called? A license plate guy put out a funny thing where he put, like, because, like, he's a teacher and all that. He's like, as an educator, Chase Young, your your education is important. I say you stay in college another year. <laughs> I was like, I was like, maybe, I was like, yeah, education is important, Chase. Because, I mean, what are you going to gather for being on a Redskin? Redskins, you're going to be sad, exactly. full of controversy, because that's what that team is because of their name. Yeah. Let's just start bashing Chase Young. Like, actually, he's a horrible prospect, guys. I, got, I like understand. that. I like that idea. <laughs> I like that idea. Chase Young, you know what? You suck, and I'm glad you got suspended for <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> just brutal. Danny's killing people tonight. He's, he's not going to be on our team, so, I mean, now he's the enemy. He's going to be going it, to Washington. Well, Danny, we don't need Chase Young because Lorenzo Carter's back. He's uh, That is true. You know what? As you said, Lorenzo Carter's back. You doubted me all year long. I said he's going to have a great year. This is the start of something new. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine the whole offseason. Like, well, the past, the last four games, Lorenzo Carter's stats. And if you translate that, it's like, no, I'm not doing that this year. I'm not doing that with Lorenzo <laughs> Carter. Um, prove, me, prove me wrong, Lorenzo. It was cool to see. He did have some. There was one play where he didn't get a sack. In fact, the, the, the broadcast highlighted it. But That's the play Haskins he, got injured, I'm pretty sure. Was it where he just, like, just jacked up the left tackle and beat him inside? 
Yeah, then Marcus Golden, he he accidentally like hit Haskins in the lower half on his leg. Oh, maybe. I love how they're like, that was 30. So you guys were just defending them, like headhunting Daniel Jones. What are you talking about? Yeah. That was dirty. It was a legal play. not a dirty player. He, I don't know what happened, but it looked like Golden tripped and he just he had to go for his knees because guess what? Gold is not going to tackle you. He's still going to tackle you even if he's on the ground. And unfortunately, it led to Haskins getting injured. It sucks, but there's no way that was legal. As you said, if you think that was illegal, but Daniel Jones is when the Redskins went going for his head wasn't. Uh, illegal, then I'm sorry, then. What's the difference there in that? One was completely accidental. One was going for the head. Yeah, so so stupid and so silly. Um, yeah, the defense, it's going to be interesting to see. I I know, not to rehash the Denoris Jenkins thing, but I thought he was coming back next year. And if he wasn't, he was going to be traded. I, got, I, got, I thought Jenkins was coming back, and well, he's not. So they have to go out and get a corner. Like You can't go in, you can't go in the 2020 with, with Baker... Beal and Ballantyne. I mean, like these are corners. You have to go out and get somebody. No, um, I, I, I think they probably will. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be confident in that. Um, Maybe not. Not, Beal. not to say. Not to say that those guys can't be good, but to go in the 2020 with those as your like your three guys, like and like not like oh they're deaf. Like I'm not saying you can't keep them and hope they turn into something. Uh, like obviously Baker will be a starter, and you could put you know say maybe slot Ballantyne into the the nickel. Um, but yeah, Grant Haley. Now I'm glad Ballantyne is playing over Grant Haley, but Ballantyne gets killed on those double routes. Like Grant Haley was just bad; he didn't get like destroyed on double routes. Like the 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 one touchdown in the Sims where he run, ran the stick route um into the end zone at like the ten yard line. As soon as he made that double that second move, I was like I was like I really hope Julian loves over the top because if not, that is a touchdown. Like I knew that was going to happen. Um, so I mean I don't want to get into 2020 free agency right now, but yeah, there there's their struggles um and we'll see how julian love if he can uh, translate to free safety maybe they play maybe they put julian love at corner like i wouldn't completely rule that out yet either um so yeah i mean anything else on defense that we want to talk about i do want to talk about pat Shermer's presser because it kind of weirded me out yeah i i think they'll probably maybe bring it not like a top two no i know you're not saying a top tier guy they'll probably bring it maybe like middle of the road guy to try and do something but before we get to Pat Shermer, I, I just want to make this known on the podcast once more. Oh, Rosas's field goal. I know I talked to you about it before, but oh my god, that was bad. Like it was like there, there's like bad, there's like misses, and because like, Rosas has been close on his field goal, this was the worst one by far, and like it wasn't even close. It was so far left. I was like, I literally like five minutes after that happened, I was still like, man, that was a bad miss by Rosas. Yeah, that was like okay, fifty-one. I like I thought he was gonna miss it, but then I was like, "Come on, dude! Like, can you not miss it by that much?" I mean, that was just brutal. Like, what's going on with you, Rosas? Although I did kind of want to go for it on that sixty-one oh. yarder. I was kind of in favor of kicking that. I was so in favor of it too. But Pat Shimmer said his headset was ringing, like lighting up because the Giants, because it would have been the Giants' luck that Rosas would miss that. Redskins would return it for a touchdown and be like another Iron Bowl Part Two situation. Yeah, but in this Iron Bowl part two, we get Chase Young. Yeah, but like that's not as fun though. Chase Young will be very fun. Um, actually, not for us. Yeah, he's not gonna be fun at all. Actually, go back to Ohio State, Chase Young. Um, no, I want Nick Gates block and Chase Young. Let's go, Nick Gates. Let's go. <laughs> that's scary. Chase, 
<laughs> hey, well, what would you rather have? Instead of like, Thomas, no, no, could... no. Hey, 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 wait, wait. Let, let me. But, but say it was maybe Chad Wheeler there, or like Eric Flowers. Oh, imagine shut that. up! Just shut up! And why would you say something like that? <laughs> I just you want me to sad. end this podcast right now? What a horrible <laughs> thing to say. Chad Wheeler. Chad Wheeler, <laughs> Chad Wheeler and, and Eric Flowers. We literally had the worst two tackles in the entire NFL playing right tackle for us last year. Where is Chad Wheeler? Like how Hunter said he didn't even know like what zip code he's in. Where is Chad Wheeler? He's not on the team. Let me listen, want me to Google him? All right, let's Google Chad Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, I hate Wheeler. He's a nice guy. Chad Wheeler. Oh, he's on the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, wow. Good good for him. Oh, him and DJ Fluker. Pete Carroll. Um, you know, the USC connection. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I would say now, I think the Giants, in my opinion, maybe, because Andrew Thomas, I feel like he wouldn't be sought after by the teams in the top five. I think you could trade back a little bit and probably still get Andrew Thomas. I, I haven't done my scouting report on him, but from what I've seen from, you know, these so-called draft experts, uh, he he seems like he's a beast. I watched I watched some of his stuff. He's a beast. I wouldn't trust your opinion on offensive line since you know you were one back in the back in your days. Jonah Williams, can we trade for Jonah Williams? I would love for Jonah Williams. What happened to him? Oh, he like tore his ACL, right? Yeah, he's been out the whole year. I think Jonah will. Maybe I don't know how the injury affects him, but I thought Jonah Williams is going to be the next Joe Thomas. Um, I couldn't believe he was he wasn't ranked higher. Like he's maybe, a, Andrew, I, maybe Andrew Thomas will be the next Joe Thomas. Yeah, but Andrew Thomas is black. But he has Thomas's last name. That's true. They're brothers. Uh, all right. <laughs> Pat Shimmer's press conference. Danny, not many times after a game, I'm like, all right, let's talk about Pat Shimmer's press conference. I think people, like, I, I think I've made it clear where I'm like, there's really nothing they could say in there that can bother me. You'll get some cool quotes here and there, but there's nothing, anything, unless they're just blasting players. There's nothing that can be said in a press conference that bothers me because usually it's lies. Now, this will get people pissed off. I don't know if Pat Shermer has been told that he's coming back or he just doesn't care that he's getting fired because he'd look calm, cool, and collected. Like, he was, he seemed very confident. And, Danny, he even alluded to next year. Like that, I, I, don't, I think he's fired. I'm pretty, like, confident he's been fired. But that press conference had me, like, he was alluding to next year. I don't know if he was just trying to speak it into existence or what. But he just seemed like he just didn't care. Like, I don't really, you know, he was calm, cool, and collected. He wasn't over-emotional. Um, even though someone asked him if he why he was so emotional, he's like, "I'm not a, I'm not like," which is a weird question. Um, he got he got uh, pretty defensive with Matt Lombardo. Uh, Matt Lombardo asked, I can't even remember what he asked, something about like the turnover of Daniel Jones. And I think because Pat Shermer probably can't stand Matt Lombardo, which is like the one thing everyone can agree with Pat Shermer on. I think he's just like, as soon as that guy opens his mouth, I'm just going to fire back. And he's like, I'm like, you're stupid. You're dumb. I, don't, I, think, I think you're not a smart person. Uh, I don't know. It was weird. What did you think watching it, Danny? Well, one, if that's Pat Shermer being emotional, then I, jeez, guy has like the emotions of like a rock. But I, I, I think Pat Shermer. I, I yeah, he was alluding to next year, but I think th- that was more a question like he's just gonna value what happens in the off season. I think Pat Shermer knows that it's his time is near and an end, and I think he's just one happy to get wins. And I just think that's just Sh- Shermer's personality. I mean, he cares what ownership thinks, but like he knows. I think in the back of the mind, it's like that you're gone. He's just going out there to get wins to show that he can 
still call games well because he's not going to be head coach next year. He's got to start out as a coordinator again. He's trying to show other like coaches like, hey, I can still do this job well. Give me a chance. I think Shermer. I think he's just happy to get wins. And I, I have not watched any of his press conferences since at least maybe we lost like the third game because that that's when I was like, all right, I don't care anymore. But I, I think he's just happy to get wins, and he's just he's just letting life go. Take it where it goes. If that's him getting fired, he's fine with getting fired. He's I think he's content at this point. He he's winning. He's won back to back games. He has the possibility of win one more. They go win three straight. I think he's content with how it's going right now. Yeah, definitely, definitely weird and interesting. Uh, Danny, now sometimes we usually do this after a loss to like kind of talk through things. But do you want to read some tweets? I'm all for reading tweets, Bobby. I figured we'd do PFF Sam, Sam Monson. He was, boy, he was in his feelings. He was shooting back at people. Um, our guy, our friend Anthony Rivera, he's like, you're wearing a tux in your profile. It's like, Sam, have you seen your profile picture? It's like, it's a fake, it's a cartoon with, with like a wrestling paint. It's pretty ironic that you're going to people's profile pictures. But he was, boy, Giants fans are getting on him. I loved it. It was, it was. It was fun to watch. They just can't be like, ah, maybe I was wrong. He was blocking people. He said, Giants fans railing against me tonight. Bears fans slash Trubisky stands about to pass somebody their beer, presumably. Um, I didn't, I don't know. He's, uh, what what Sam does, because I've had interaction with Sam before, is he'll, like, say something, he'll bash somebody, and then he'll be like, well, technically, I didn't say that. And he just, like, he plays semantics, which is like, I don't know. I can't stand PFF. Uh, we're at war with them over their takes. Yeah, I mean, I, I've he never. He doesn't pers- have any crazy tweets. They're using the replies. No. I, I've never fully like. I'm like you. I PFF grades. I don't like. I look at them and I'm like, all right, cool. But I don't take them to heart because they they're clearly wrong sometimes. And the guy, he just he's just oh, someone he, that. Sorry, go on. Here's the one, and this is why he said Billy Bullock, Matt Flynn, Jeff Blake, Chris Chandler. Tommy Maddox, Joe Cap, Mitchell Drubisky, Josh Freeman. Just some of the QBs that have had phenomenal similar games. I know you really want to use one game as proof of something, but it really isn't. And I was like, that's why I brought up, like, you're talking over a third of his games, he's having four-plus touchdowns. Um, like, to say one game. We're not, like, if we're just going at you hard this week because you, your guys said that dumb stuff. Talking about, and I hit it. <laughs> Boy, Janoris Jenkins got a word for you. <laughs> that, that, that's a good one. That. I haven't sure have done that. I'm sorry. I apologize. Bobby, love everybody. <laughs> I mean, hey, you don't. I mean, you're a, a drug addict, according to your Twitter account. But uh, I have to, right, I'm going to find that tweet. Hold on. That was the one guy. Because everyone, even the people that like, didn't like it, they understood it was a joke. But one guy's like, oh, dude, is this dude cooking H? Right now, I couldn't believe it. I wanted to read Linda Cohn's tweet because she says some dumb stuff. She's like an Eli Stan, which is uh, we all uh, love. Uh, we, you, you look for that. I'll I'll look for Linda Cohn. Oh, I already looked. She doesn't have nothing. Oh, boo, Linda, you're boring. She's very quiet. She's quiet. Um, here, I'm finding it because I have it bookmarked. He blocked me, but I still have the tweet saved. Um, he said, "Bro, I don't even care what you say." You can't just take H and post it on Twitter. <laughs> stuff. You got 12,000 views and kids watch this. My days. 
That's that's my thing. Like you're telling me, wait, 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 wait. Let's make that clear. You're telling what kids are watching this? Like I texted you and uh, Justin. I'm like, what kid is watching a man talk about giant football? If you, like if most kids <laughs> are on, most kids are on Twitter to uh, like enter a Fortnite giveaway or like there's some guy giving out a Tesla now and everyone's just retweeting it. It's like no one is no normal kid is on Twitter for Giants football. Danny, you'd be surprised. Um. I think there's a lot of listeners who have been like, actually, there is. Um, but what is funny is, one, I'm obviously not cooking up uh, black tar. If you, if you are, you're so stupid. Why are you posting it on Twitter? I, yeah, and why would people be liking it and being like, oh, my gosh, this is so funny, dummy? Like, look at the replies. Every reply was like, oh, my gosh, this is so funny. You think people are like, oh, my gosh. Oh. And here's the other thing. Do you think I'm contributing to that? Do you think there was some kid who was on the fence of cooking <laughs> up a spoon and was like, you know what? Wasn't going to do it. Wasn't going to do it. But this guy does it, and he talks about the Giants. I'm, I'm going to do it. It's just, that's, that was the thing. It's like, I'm not contributing to anything. Um, oh, if anything, I'm like, I'm spreading awareness. People are, oh. listen, there were some people who were bothered by it, um, which I get. Like, I'm not sitting there saying, like, oh, like, how can anyone be bothered by it? But like to think I'm like I'm like influencing kids to shoot up heroin. Like any kid that is on the verge of shooting up heroin, I promise you, I have no influence over the, that kid. Like my, my my favorite thing, like even Twitter, like do it was fake. The video is still up of you doing it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Well, there was one guy who was like going at Patricia Trainer and tagging like the head of Sports Illustrated, trying to get me off of the article. Um. And they told me not to like interact with trolls, but I just can't stop myself, Danny. That that that's your that's your brand. You gotta go after the trolls. Like oh. you're, you're like you're you're a troll yourself, especially the Redskins fans. Like with the the puking video, which was very funny. <laughs> that uh the, the puking with Haskins interceptions, which was very well. Oh, yeah. I put it from the Talking Giants Twitter. It's like I don't want to deal with these people. I'm just gonna put it on Talking Giants Twitter. Right. Even after like Haskins went down, like even like when Haskins went down, people were still like retweeting that. Well, you know, if the great editing you did with the Daniel Jones is greater, better than Haskins, everyone's like, "LOL, right?" It's like, really? <laughs> um, all right, Danny, do you got anything before we go? I think that's a, a pretty solid show right there. I think that's a solid show. I mean, before I guess before we go, I don't care about the draft anymore. It's on to the Eagles and ruining their playoff dreams. Yeah, maybe. Are we mathematically eliminated? I, I, I'm not sure. And maybe not in the NFCs. Who knows? <laughs> All right. All right. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate you getting a win. Um, I know there's some conflicted feelings, and I get that. We get that. We're not saying to not like want to get a better draft pick, but it was like I, I enjoyed today. So, but a joy win, like lighting yeah. up. Yeah, it'd been one thing if it was like a three-zero game. And Daniel Jones is playing horrible, but to have him throw five touchdowns and. Saquon Barkley at 280 yards. That was cool. So we appreciate you guys. We'll be back on Wednesday. Until then, let's go Big Blue.